Good evening, everybody. Welcome back. This week is Parashas Kairach, and we are continuing with the 39 Malachis, Malacha Bishel, uh, and we're continuing with cooking. This is the fifth segment. Cooking is quite extensive. So, until now, we have learned the Halachas of the Malacha Bishel, which is actual cooking on Shabbos. But, and we've covered the differences between Klirishan and Klisheni and a lot of things in between. We haven't gotten everything in, but we tried. Uh, now we'll begin learning about the Rabbanon additions to the Malacha of Bishel, which include three main sections. And those are Shehiyah, Hatmana, and Chazara. So let's go through each one of those, what they mean. Shehiyah means what you can or can't leave on the fire, Arab Shabbos, going into Shabbos. Hatmana means what you can or can't wrap or fully cover uh, to keep hot on Arab Shabbos going into Shabbos, and that's relevant actually for Shabbos uh, itself as well. And Chazara means what you can or can't take and then put back, either from a stovetop, a blach, a hot plate, a crock pot, or an oven. So we'll go through um, all of those. So Chazal limited Shehiyah on Arab Shabbos, which means Chazal limited leaving food on the fire, which isn't fully cooked, because since it's not fully cooked, there's a concern you may come to adjust the flame higher or lower to finish it finish the cooking process. So essentially what they were worried about was not cooking as much as they were worried about fire. So this really which really would be part of the malacha of uh of Havara, right, which of uh, uh, burning all the way at the end of the Lam Tats Malachis, but being that it has to do with food, we include it in Bishel. And uh, Shehiyah literally means leaving something, Shehiyah letting something sit, in this case on the flame. And for a similar concern, they limited wrapping food in something which produces heat, there are things that produce heat, and this is known as Hatmana, literally hiding something in a heat-producing material. And it's a similar kind of gzeiro, which is a little bit more involved, but the same idea. And both these isurim have conditions, meaning there are certain ways you can, you can leave uncooked food on the fire, as we'll see, permissibly, and there are ways that you can wrap up food permissibly. So let's begin with Shehiyah leaving food on the fire. So this is something we all do, obviously. We need to have hot food on, on Shabbos. Uh, we have chalant, and there are three methods that a person can do this. One is you can leave it on an open flame, and two is you can cook it in a crock pot, and three, you can leave it on a hot plate. Really, four is you can leave it inside an oven. And we'll discuss each one of these separately. It's a, important to establish first, and this is an important thing to realize, is that there's a mitzvah to eat hot food, hot food, on Shabbos. It's an integral part of Einig Shabbos, and it has the it's considered a mitzvah in terms of uh, what, whatever relevance a mitzvah has, meaning to say you can ask a guy to do certain things when it's a, for the sake of a mitzvah, and having hot food on Shabbos is considered a mitzvah that would permit one to make use of a guy in certain limited situations. And what's more, Chazal deemed it extraordinarily important because there was a sect of Jews who unfortunately denied the truth of Teresh Abapeh, and what, generally this caused them to uh, be more lenient and uh, stop observance of most mitzvahs, but in this case they translated a pasik to mean that it's to be more stringently than Chazal, that it's usher to have a fire burning in one's house on Shabbos. In any case, they have to, all fires have to be extinguished before Shabbos. That's how they translated the Pasig of which we translate to mean you can't light a fire on Shabbos. They said it means you can't have a fire burning. 
So in order just to demonstrate that we don't agree with them because it was so important to demonstrate the truth of Chazal, so specifically Chazal wanted everybody to eat something hot on Shabbos, chamin b'Shabbos, which is the source of our meaning to eat chalot. And it demonstrates our belief in Teresh Abba So being that the core problem here is that we're worried that someone will adjust a flame in order to hasten the cooking process, so Chazal therefore allowed us to leave food on the fire one of three ways. So the simplest is if food is fully cooked. Uh, If it's fully cooked, we won't have any reason to adjust the flame, right? It's all fully cooked. Now, the question is though, what qualifies as fully cooked? And this is something which is debated in the Gemara. And in halacha, it actually ends up being a machlekes between the Beis Yosef and the Ramah, and this is one of the places where there is actually quite a significant difference in practice, or there should be a significant difference in practice between um, Svardim and Ashkenazim, though I've, I've heard that uh, it may be that they aren't do have a minig like the Ramah in this case. That's, uh, we'll have to check more into the Sfaradi Paiskin. But as far as Ashkenazim are concerned, it's a machlekes, and we certainly follow the opinion of the Ramah. Um, and uh, when once the food is half cooked, according to the Ramah, it's deemed edible enough that we aren't worried that someone will adjust the flame. This is called Michael um, Ben the food of a certain kind of bandit that would eat it half cooked. So that's called a Michael Ben uh, It's a little bit hard to qualify what's called half cooked in today's day and age. Uh, I don't know if we have any Ben around to measure against or to know what that even means. So one could say that maybe half cooked means half the time of cooking. Uh, or one could say that maybe half-cooked just means it's gotten to a cooked point where at least it's considered edible, uh, you know, although it's clearly not fully cooked. Like in terms of beans, right, there are a lot of different levels. Obviously, when it's out of the bag, it's unedible, it's hard, it's hard as a rock. Uh, then it can get to a level of cooking where you can eat it, at least you can chew on it. Uh, it's still very hard and not very tasty, but at least you can get it down. So maybe that would be considered half-cooked, but there's also these different uh, levels of a third cooked. and uh, you know, So it's, it's a little hard to figure this out. Um, in any case, generally speaking, we, we work with time. So if, let's say, you put in chicken to cook for an hour in the oven on 350, so after a half hour, we would consider it to have reached the level of Michael Ben Rousseau. And even though halachically that's enough, for us to leave it on the fire. So one could technically leave, if you're an Ashkenazim and perhaps even Svardim, you can leave food on an uncovered flame on a, on a crack, with a crack pot, without a black, without any silver foil. You are allowed to leave it as long as it's reached the point of half-cooked, and certainly if it's fully cooked. We still, L'Chadchila, try to apply the second heter, which is the heter called Grufa. We do try to make a black L'Chadchila. So that's why everybody grew up uh, with having a blach of some sort in their house, either a hot plate, which is probably the same thing as a blach, or an actual blach, which is the way I grew up, um, even though the food was all fully cooked before Shabbos, because the minig was to try as best as possible l'chatchila to have the second heter of grufa, not to rely on this leniency that once it's cooked you don't really need to cover the flame. So the heter of grufa is is covering the flame. And the idea of covering the flame, Chazal found that to be that being that you've done something noticeable, 
uh, and obvious to diminish the effect of the fire. So by covering the flame, you've diminished the effect, effect of the fire. It's not as effective. So therefore, that will remind you not to adjust the flame and not to fool around with the flame on Shabbos. That was the institution that Chazal applied in order to make sure that we don't, make, that we don't forget and make that problem. So once a blech is in place, um, even if the food is less than half cooked, it may be left on the fire. And as I said, lechatchila one should always lechatchila have try to have a blech of some sort, even if it's um, even if it's fully cooked. Now we leave food in the oven, and we also leave food in a crock pot. In oven, it's kind of impossible to make a blech unless you want to make a insert, the metal box. Even though there were there were people who did that, but uh, it's unusual. The only time I ever remember seeing such a thing was for Pesach. That used to be uh, before self clean. That's what people had, some kind of a metal insert they would put into their oven. Uh, but otherwise, it's not. So it's kind of it's a very hard thing to have uh, a blech in an oven. So that's why we don't do it, right? So we, we, there we just rely on the main opinion where if you can't, if you too hard to make a blech, you just don't have to, and it's enough that to leave it fully cooked. Likewise, on a crock pot, most people don't make a blech, unless you want to do chazara, unless you want to take chalant and put it back. But otherwise, generally people don't tend to make a blech on a crock pot. And uh, again, I, I don't really know why not. You probably should, but the halach is that it is allowed either way, so uh, that, 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 that is as it is. So you could, you should look at chile. If you do have a crack, but you should line it with silver foil uh, if you can. And we'll get back to that. as Hashem. And a hot plate is the best of all of those because a hot plate essentially we consider to be grufa as is because it can't really be adjusted. Most hot plates can't be adjusted. And even if the hot plate could be adjusted, it doesn't really get to cooking temperature anyway. You can't really cook on a hot plate. We'll talk about that more as Hashem as we come, uh, as we go along. So a hot plate, you don't need a blach. An open fire was always pretty much the mini universally to make a blach. And in an oven, we certainly don't make a blach. And on a on a chalon pot, I mean, I'm sorry, a crock pot. For some reason, some people do, and some people don't. And it's definitely better too if you can. And again, this is even if it's fully cooked. But halachically speaking, even once it's half cooked, which means it's gone through halfway the process of cooking. However, you want to measure that. Either measure it by, by quality or by time. Uh, that's already enough, and you can even if you don't have access to a blech, you can um, you are allowed to leave it on a fire. And again, once again, the be- the best is to to have a blech. And it's a shem. Next next week we'll continue further with the halachas of shehia, and we'll get into atman as well.